0: This shortcode podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com.
1: Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the shortcode podcast.
2: Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews.
3: By students for students, subscribe to our weekly show at
0: Welcome back to the Shortcoat Podcast. A production, proudly, I'm sure, of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Vettler, if that's what you're into, but don't forget my co-hosts. Today's show features the lovely and talented first year student Adam and Ir- Adam Adam and Irwood. Adam Erwood. <laughs> Hello? The lovely and talented second year irisa mahaparn
1: hello and then we're silent
0: Mahaparn? <laughs> yeah. Wow. good grief oh zero for Sorry. two <laughs> that's all right no it's mahaparn i'm <laughs> <laughs> declaring it you're been, you've been pronouncing your own name wrong all these years okay the lovely and talented first year aaron Pazaski. hello and the lovely and talented fourth year finished with his classes Finished with everything, as of today, Woo! John Pienta. <laughs> John, tell us what
2: you're feeling right now. All the feels. Feeling all the feels right now. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. I've, for the last two weeks, I've been on, uh, on a leadership class, uh, which is a really incredible um, class elective that we have here. So that's been a really good way to kind of wrap the whole thing up and then sort of reframe in my mind uh, on my way out to my residency. You know, I never failed. Everything I've ever done wrong was just a learning opportunity. There you go. There you go. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, we should make it. We should make medical school a better, safer place to fail because you're going to fail in your residency. And if that's like the first time that you do like lots of failing and it's also public. That's like a really, really
0: rough time to do that. I think, I think most people get a lot of experience with failure during medical school. I mean, not, not failure and like failing grades or, but necessarily, but that happens too. But, you know, just putting your mind to something and saying, oh, I'm going to rock this and then having, having it just not work out. The, the key is how you sort of respond to that.
1: Yeah, my I was just I was just pretty distraught over the last week because I honored the exam, but then evaluations really brought me down, and I was really really down. But I talked to my mentor, and she said one of the hardest things you're gonna learn in medical school is just being okay just past, not expecting yourself to honor every single thing the whole time, and being completely okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm it's, it's definitely still learning that.
0: I think <laughs> I think for a lot I think a lot of people. Yeah. If they if they honor a class, that's um, sort of gravy. Um, not everybody honors all the time, you know. And and and, yeah, and but I I was people
1: expecting. I was expecting to, which is a completely unhealthy and unrealistic expectation. This yeah. is the first time that I've just like consistently only just passed, passed, passed.
0: Yeah, that's a. This is my first time,
1: yeah. and well, I am still really just trying to swallow that. Well, <laughs> and
0: congratulations.
2: And see, Dave, that's what I was talking about. Is that f- that failure is about setting your expectations and also about what you learn from it. So mm-hmm. it's not to say that, like, you failed a class, per se, or failed a test. but yes, seeing but I that, feel
1: like I failed.
2: Right. And by your own standards, which in this case is really the only thing that matters. I mean, maybe not the only thing, but basically the only thing.
0: Should be the only thing.
2: That matters here is that you feel comfortable. You feel you understand. You feel you've learned something, et cetera.
1: Uh, well, I, def- I definitely learned. And, like, I'm doing all the right things that you're supposed to do. Like, I'm seeking guidance. I'm seeking mentorship. I'm, rem- like, reading what I can improve on and everything. I'm doing all the right things, but I still feel bad.
0: I, um, I would be surprised if you didn't feel if bad. I did? I, if you didn't feel oh. bad. You know, like, that's just normal yeah. every day.
1: Yeah, I recognize it's normal, but as I said, this is a learning experience and I'm still getting, like, i'm still like setting out all my emotions and getting used to it and being getting onto a healthier path towards this kind of medical school stuff
2: yep awesome that's what Mm -hmm. we want to hear dave just told you you know that's everyday thing that's because dave is used to failing (laughs) (laughs) constantly that
0: is is more true than i even i care to admit and i'm pretty i'm pretty comfortable in my uh, Mm -hmm. in my uh my skin as it were, my my failure skin, my my mediocrity, when I'm feeling charitable, but uh, but good. I, I mean, you know, good luck. Uh, keep uh, keep working at it. Keep no,
1: improving. Keep and improving.
0: Keep doing what you got to do. You keeping know, keeping
1: everything in in picture, like you like what you said, it's a learning opportunity. Doesn't mean that I'm going to be a bad doctor or that I'm average or don't deserve to be in medical school.
0: Yeah, doesn't. No, you know, it totally doesn't. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because like, yeah, once again, quoting my mentor again, average medical school is pretty, pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, it really is. Doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good. Folks, at some point this weekend, go ahead and visit mededmedia.com. Check out my friend Ryan Gray's podcast. They'll help you understand the process of getting into medical school. Uh, He, like us, he is all about collaboration, not competition, which is why we're part of the MedEd Media Network. And Dr. Gray does some really good work over there, so you should uh, really allow his sound pressure waves to compress caress maybe your tympani. uh he's a great guy doing some good work over there our what Ga- what <laughs> <Your> tympanic <laughs> membrane. Your tympanic
4: oh. membrane is what he meant Tympani. yeah no, that's, oh, no that tympani- works too
1: yeah that totally works sorry yeah. thank you. I just got work i'm
4: not that mediocre okay i oh. looked, I, I looked
0: up this word oh, I thought, as i put it in there
1: yeah i thought it was i just thought it was a kind of drum
0: uh, also, a kind of
2: yeah. It's timpanum also works. You know, mm-hmm. Tympanum is plural. Yeah.
0: So you know, the, huh. the Latin the Latin stuff. See, I'm Oof. I'm still mediocre.
1: You are excelling. Oh.
0: Guys, oh. I received a nice email from a listener Terrell Jackson. I think that's how you pronounce her first name. Uh, let's listen to her feedback.
3: I have been listening to your podcast for about a year and have quickly come to love the way you humanize medical training, showing non-traditional pre-meds like myself that we can still be fun people Thank while you. on this very challenging path. Yeah. What's resonated with me most has been the way that you encourage listeners to start podcasting. Health literacy has always been very important to me, but it wasn't until after the episode when you all spoke about science communicators that I was inspired to start my own health literacy podcast. This message has been sitting in my draft box for quite some time now, but after podcasting from the March for Science this weekend and feeling like things have come full circle, I was moved to reach out and tell you about the impact you've had on my experiences as a pre-med and as a newbie podcaster. Thank you for all that you do, Miss Terrell Jackson.
0: Thank you, Miss Terrell Jackson. Nice. That's so sweet. Uh, yeah, no. I first of all, um, I have, I do encourage people to start their own podcasts uh, because you uh, have things to say. Um, everybody has something to say. Everybody has a position, and it also just really helps. It helps me to process my week uh, when I do a weekly show. Um, which I am uh, forever grateful for doing. So I'm glad you're taking the plunge. I think, uh, I think, I think I'm going to have her on the show at some point because I want to hear more from somebody who likes us. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: I think that's just a reasonable thing for me to do, don't you think? Yeah. Sure. So uh, so thank you so much for writing in. Um, listeners, don't let your thoughts stay in your draft box. Send them to us at theshortcoatsatgmail.com so we can talk about them, or call us at 347-ShortCT and leave us a message. We should start offering free advice on the show. I think more people would call in if we offered them free advice on varied topics. I'm not going to limit ourselves to things that have to do with medical school. What about uh, relationships? Yes, right? Dave. Are we qualified to offer? Sure, we're just as qualified to offer advice on relationships as, as we are to talk about. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, all maybe you, maybe John. All, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll bite. John, John's even married. Uh, we offer. Uh, what about? What about how to av- how to avoid going to class wearing uh, almost but not quite dry clothes? You guys, your your clothes are always fully dry. I sometimes come to work with wet clothes because they didn't make it all the way through the. Oh, yeah, anyway. That's sad. Oh, you need no, dryer balls. That.
1: You need dryer I, balls.
0: <laughs> this is, we'll get to that during the Yahoo uh, questions. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> And the uh, the best ways to deflect awkward family conversations about marrying a doctor instead of becoming one, right? You know, advice. <laughs> we can do this. So uh, give us a call, 347 short CT. Leave us a message, short quotes, gmail.com all that kind of stuff. The uh, you know if you don't want to go through all the rigmarole of studying for and taking the MCAT and applying to medical school and all that kind of stuff here's some advice um, just pre- just declare yourself a medical student and start hanging around in hospitals like like uh, good old Vanessa Loznick did at, uh, at at Colorado University hospitals uh, she just somehow managed to get badge access as a medical student even though she's an undergrad. Uh, <laughs> And so she, she even managed to, uh, to portray, she portrayed herself as a medical student. She interacted with at least one patient with a oh, provider dear. in the room. Oh, wow. Um, Still. Uh, the school had to completely shut down badge access because they were worried that there were more oh, people. Ouch. So, so the school had, so all the medical students had to uh, give up their badge access until they figured it out. That's, we, so we talked a long time ago about, uh, remember Dr. Love? John, yeah, were you there yeah, for yeah. Dr. Love? I, you know,
2: I was having flashbacks. I was like, "Dave, Dave, we've done this before." Yeah, Dave, we have. I love Dave, this, Dave, Dave, Dave. Oh my God, here it goes. Dave, we've done this before. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'm now. Am I going to start talking about meth now? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I thought with your impending re- re- residency hood, we would you would uh, you know cut back on the meth talk, but. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know, so so
2: speaking of giving free life advice. Uh, when my wife and I were on our honeymoon we went to Key West and um
0: we it, did too on our honeymoon yeah
2: it, right awesome yeah, awesome place totally and we awesome. did one of those uh deals where you you pick the star rating of the hotel but you don't get to see what the hotel is oh yeah yeah we do that all the time and then and then they give you like a huge discount so yeah. it's like half off this, okay. is how to, this is how to,
0: how to beat, uh, uh, what is it? Price, price, price line, price line or price something.
2: Line. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we did that and we get to the place and it's really cool. It's like, um, uh, like townhomes essentially mm-hmm. that have been converted to hotel rooms. So they all like exit into the outdoors and the courtyard, um, is just like four pools that are uh separated from each other Mm -hmm. by really tall like bamboo and stuff so you can't even see the other pool so you can have like essentially your own private pool basically but anyway we get in there and um it's pretty clear you know the young the young woman who's manning the desk has been there sort of by herself for you know a while and and is kind of bored Mm -hmm. and uh and she said, "You know, well, this is a no smoking room. You know that." And I said, "Okay, no smoking, but but we can cook meth in there, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed really hard, and she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a free room upgrade."
1: Oh, wow. oh my god! So
2: we got a free room upgrade to like the the snazzy one that's like on the canal. And we had like a walkout patio, and yeah, it was awesome. So there so, you go. There's so, some advice. So, okay,
1: tell everyone I cook meth. Got
3: it. Yeah, exactly.
2: Wow. Yeah, so you can you can buy lots of things with meth. I didn't. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so yeah, I I I, I am uh, I'm surprised at uh, Ms. Loznik's behavior. Her Facebook page apparently says she's a research scientist at CU Anschutz. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's a place in Colorado. and uh, studies neuroscience at CU, Denver, uh, but the university says she's a freshman biology major, so hmm. I'm pretty sure those aren't true.:
1: I think it's a bit of an exaggeration, but I don't think it's like huge enough to like be called like mania or like an, an actual delusion.
0: No, like, I mean, it could be just like, like what are the other?
2: It's a delusion. Yeah. It's a fixed, false
0: belief. I mean, no, well, we, we, don't sure. <laughs> we don't know for sure. We don't know for sure, but I, I feel like there's a there's a, there's a syndrome where people constantly um, exaggerate exaggerate a little, a little bit or a lot. Isn't that um,
1: histrionic personality or Oh yeah, I just finished. I just got out of my psych shelf.
0: Oh, see, there you go. Well, you should be able to tell us. <laughs> um, yeah. a okay, a. <laughs> it's, it's, Give
1: uh, me yeah. an SSRI. Got it.
0: There's a criminal investigation underway over this. So if you are mm-hmm. listening, admissions committees uh, around the world. You might want to just keep an eye out for a student named Janessa Josnick, or Manessa Mosnick or whatever, because <laughs> uh, she's coming right at you. I, I have a f- feeling. Yeah.
1: I feel like this. Although is she not- doesn't seem
0: very concerned about things like admissions, so maybe mm. maybe it's not really a problem.
1: On the contrary, I think that I think that um, there's a lot of pressure on pre-meds. and sometimes they do things that, in hindsight, are not good ideas, but they think but seems like a super cool idea, like volunteering with an international group and pulling teeth without any qualifications whatsoever in the middle of darfur or something like that yeah yeah Mm. these are things that they um that to like to maybe a pre-med or a younger person might seem like oh wow i'm gonna put this on my resume super cool but we're gonna look at it and go whoa 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 this is not ethical this is not okay at all even though it sounds super it might sound superficially cool on your facebook post it's it just speaks of irresponsibility in your so life. So
2: why why is it so uncool? I'm curious. I think I've said this too before.
0: Well, why is it so uncool to to pull teeth yeah. in Darfur? Because you're yeah. not you're not uh, you're not trained for that.
1: You're not trained to it. You're taking advantage of a of a, basically a population right. who can't say otherwise and. You come in, they, they're either expecting Do they expecting need their
4: teeth pulled, though? Well, they I should mean, have their know. teeth by pulled qualified by qualified dentists. people Yeah, but if you wouldn't no. do it here, then why would you do it there? It's basically the ethical argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Trying, yeah. you, you sound uh, not, I'm, not convinced. I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm going to be a sponge here. I want to take All it right. in because oh. I don't mm. see it. It doesn't mean that, you know... Just yeah. because I don't know what you're talking about doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> well, uh, we don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, there's a there's an air of paternalism about it. Like, oh, you know, we're we're uh, you know, uh, w- white people from the Western countries, and we know how to pull. You know, we know we know how to do these things like deliver babies and and all that kind of stuff. And you guys don't, so we'll come in and we'll help you, even though we have no idea what we're doing. We're not specifically trained for it. We're not, you know aware of the complexities of it and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, For
2: me, but if
0: you yeah. don't do it,
2: it doesn't get, if somebody doesn't do it, it doesn't get done. I well, think that that's is usually yes. part
0: of what mm. the issue
2: is. That too. is another problem. So that's yeah. why, like, this is the danger I think of, of, of our own minds and also of this sort of reductionist ethic, ethical mm-hmm. thinking is that, you know, I can give you a realistic or even essentially real scenario and then kind of pigeonhole you into some choices uh, and, uh, I think my friend calls it ethical railroading because mm-hmm. you're just on the track. You can't help, but you can't help, but go where I send you. Mm. And the reality is it's always more gray. There's always more gray area. Like the, the correct answer to this, you know, do you do this or do you do that is C? I do neither because this isn't real and the reality is like ethical decision making is an in the moment in the in the heat of that kind of a thing and that's just my opinion but i uh, but from what i've seen like good leaders good um you know thoughtful people make ethical decisions all the time and that what allows them to do this is not some like weird algorithm or some you know uh, I'm, I'm going to maximize the benefit for everyone kind of consequential thinking, but is just working on the characteristics of a really good of being like a really good leader, you know, working on their compassion, working on their listening, working on their, um, you know, it's sort of like virtue ethics. Right. Like, think about what does someone who would be a good doctor look like and what do they do? Uh, you know what? What virtues do they uphold? They're honest. They're thoughtful. They're compassionate. Uh, and what things can I do on a day-to-day basis that make me better at those?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that—that that I think is what is how you how you arrive at the quote right answer in ethical situations, as opposed it, to
0: just blanket statements
2: on ethical. Right? Because I, I, you no, know, I
1: think I th- that's a really good point.
2: I think you really miss the, um, you know, the the um, the isness of the actual situation you know when you when you sort of railroad people into two choices and so i but but i i think nope. there is of course I, danger I, yeah. There, like mm-hmm. what irisa said like there is danger to that mm-hmm. uh you you can be irresponsible you can do things uh dangerously but i think that the sort of proof is in the pudding and and how it's carried out and how it's um, and how you essentially sort of defend yourself? What? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why mm-hmm. is it helpful? Why do we need to be doing this?
1: Yeah, right. like if I was murdered medical student on a train in India in the last podcast, if I was that medical student and I delivered the baby and the baby was healthy, everyone would everyone would be applauding and saying, "Oh, she did the right thing." Even though she wasn't qualified, she did um, she did the best. And but if everything had gone wrong, the breach delivery had immediately failed, and the baby had died, the mom had died, an entire train crashed and died, then everyone would be going like, "Ooh, she definitely overstepped." So,
2: right.
1: I and feel like that would just be concentrating purely on the consequences, which we can't predict. So that's why I'm gonna say, please don't go pulling tooth and darfur.
0: I'm, gonna yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah 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 I'm trying to imagine the. Circumstances that would lead from medical student giving birth to the train crashing and everyone. Else. But you you you, 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 it's like the yeah. baby like flew out of your hands and hit the conductor in the forehead and the conductor fell over and hit the engineer who pushed the train thing down and boom.
3: As I, I read,
1: I'm a naturally anxious person and that's my, imme- that's my immediate thought. That no, I'm the gonna...
0: crazy
2: things happen. happen. I think yeah. I, and I think, you know, since we're doing all the throwbacks today, I think I told the story of the Listen knife before on here. Mm. James Liston, uh, there's a knife that they use in amputation surgeries, and it looks like a bayonet. Um, it's called the Liston knife, and it's like it's, it's like a sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, James Liston performed a surgery in the a Civil War era surgeon, so they didn't have a whole lot of, you know, anesthetic and stuff like that. Performed a surgery with a 300% mortality rate because he um, cut the guy's leg off. Oh, and yeah. he cut his uh, assistant's fingers off in the process. <laughs> two of them. Oh dear! Who? Yeah, so yeah, the patient this. died of sepsis. Right. His assistant died of sepsis, and a man watching the procedure—it was so brutal—he died of a heart attack. <laughs> so, so if the train <laughs> oh, engineer or conductor, you know, was like was like witnessing this and was like, "Oh my God, this is horrible," and has a heart attack, and then they go off the rails. I mean, uh, crazier
0: things have happened. What, it, what's interesting about what, to me, what's interesting about what you just said is. The fact that we're still using the Liston knife, uh, or the list, oh, it's amazing. But, but, because, because you know, if, if if this had happened today in the, the with the 24 hour news cycle, that would have been like on the news. Uh, Liston would have been pilloried, that knife would not exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, there
2: would be it would be recalled by the <laughs> FDA, yeah. and, right? You know, and it's a triangular blade knife, so I mean, it's not like like so if you cut it like mm-hmm. uh longitudinally mm-hmm. uh it it's shaped like a you know an equal not an equilateral almost an equilateral triangle wow. isosceles. it's an isosceles triangle uh, so it doesn't bend while wow. you're using it at all good job man. um <laughs> yeah 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 thank you i and I and here I am, you know, the math major. Don't remember basic <laughs> basic geometry statements here.
3: <laughs> Simple Strangling.
2: geometry. <laughs> um, I, think, I think you'll find that's an
0: isosceles <laughs> triangle.
2: <laughs> but but yeah, um, you know, it, it was a matter of necessity, yeah. right? Because they there was no other way to do it, and the way to get people to survive surgeries was. To get them done as fast as possible. Yeah, do it quick. But th- this does remind me what Arisa said again. Ro- reminds me there was a story of some paramedics I believe who got stuck in a snowdrift, um, and I believe this was here in Iowa uh, with a pregnant woman who you know this is like the freaking nightmare scenario, like a pregnant woman who had like a breech presentation or something like that, or maybe a um, like an abrupted placenta or something where she was bleeding. And if they didn't get the baby out, neither of them had a chance. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, a paramedic is not trained to do a cesarean section. Mm -hmm. But the paramedic was, like, talking to the doctor and was like, look, we have, like, what do we do? You know? And the doc was like, you do what you have to. Mm -hmm. And um, they basically performed an emergency cesarean section inside the ambulance in the snowdrift. Uh, And saved the baby's life. But mom did not survive. Oh, wow. Um, And they went to jail for it. For, you know, manslaughter or something like that. Um, But if you think about it, like, if you were in that situation, what's, you know, how do you make the decision? Yeah, God, I'm not sure what I would do. And And that, you know, so you could spend that six months in jail thinking, I know I did everything I could to give the maximum you know, choice possible, the maximum opportunity possible to the people that I worked with. And right. that's, again, that's a little consequential, but, but looking at it after the fact, you can't do consequential thinking usually in the moment. right? <laughs> you, know, you can kind of guess at it, but after the fact is when other people can go, you know, oh, they should have they done this, they should have known this.
1: Or, yeah. yeah, it's like the um, air prevention at a hospital. That's why we. Um, that's why the protocol says that not to look back and start blaming people, but seeing how can we prevent it in the
0: future. Well, if you manage to get into school the right way. Uh,
1: you, oh, we off-tracked a little, didn't we? No, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, that's
0: You can right. blame me. I'm pretty sure that was me <laughs> that's taking what we're all us about. off, off I'm, the I'm, rails. I'm here to bring us back around. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, if you manage to get into school the right way, you'll find the doctors, uh, that there are doctors who are metaphorically married to their profession. It's not uncommon. Uh, the hours can be long, right? Sacrifices are many. And a lot of people who uh, do medicine are sort of type A personalities. So that kind of makes sense. So um, let's let... Angie Hamui take that idea and one-up it by getting married to her MDMPH degree that she is uh, getting. The University of Texas soon-to-be graduate has decided to put on a $3,000 dollars grad wedding um, According to her wedding website, she'll be uh, celebrating the lifelong partnership she'll have with her diploma. She hired a photographer to do in-matchment, an enmatchment photo shoot. And there will be a DJ, decor, cater. I mean, it's just a graduation party, basically. But, yeah. But... Um, I, I I, it was news I think because some people were weirded out by this idea, but I don't think it's all that weird. Three thousand dollars is a lot to spend on a party, but who am I to judge? Maybe she's got three thousand dollars. Maybe she's got more than three thousand dollars. Yeah.
1: Some people spend that much on prom and barely end up on TV.
0: <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely,
1: yeah.
0: Are we are we speaking from experience, Irisa? Oh, n- <laughs> Dude,
1: I spent fifty dollars total, okay? Including ticket. <laughs> And I still got prom queen.
2: (laughs) You don't look like you believe me. No, I do believe (laughs) you. I think it's awesome. $50.
1: I made my own dress. (laughs) Nice. Wow.
2: I believe it. it. Was it out of duct tape?
1: No, it was out of fabric and sequins, like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) Duct tape is expensive.
0: Yeah, I was
2: going (laughs) to
4: say, $50 of duct tape. Sequins are cheap.
0: (laughs) Uh, Her registry offers the guests the chance to donate to a couple of different charitable causes, like Developments in Literacy and uh, Global Glimpse, Um, so that's nice. Those are both uh, student literacy projects,
2: so uh, go for it. I thought you were going to say, like way back in the beginning of your statement, you said sacrifices. Sacri- sacrifices are many, and I thought you were going to say sacrifices are third-year medical
1: students
2: because <laughs> we sacrifice them routinely.
4: Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got. A couple are you days. ready? I'm not jaded at
2: all.
4: Are you swear. ready
0: to be sacrificed <laughs> at the altar of <laughs> medical education, Aaron?
4: I suppose so. Oh <laughs>
0: boy.
1: Don't worry, I'm right behind you in line.
0: <laughs> oh. Um, I got your back. You know, we we, uh, we we were talking about birth on trains. I that my, I missed my opportunity to um talk to, about your uh, experience Segway, no
1: <laughs> did you give <laughs> born on a tame dave? <laughs> dave, dave
0: dave was born on a train just <laughs> in india to segue gracefully uh i missed my opportunity when a baby is born at less than 23 weeks of gestation the chances of survival are close to what john
2: uh depending on where you are are yeah. zero yeah, yeah. um lots of places don't even won't offer resuscitation yeah
0: well, oh, we do. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh,
2: the average of places that do is about ten percent.
0: Yeah, we're a lot better than that. Mm-hmm. but I big, won't brag. There's a anything. big mm-hmm. there's a big risk to uh, preterm birth, but I was uh, really interested in the articles that went around this week about baby the, sheep. Yes, the oh, Children's yeah. Hospital in, in Philadelphia has come up with an artificial womb. Now, this is something people have been working on for a long time, but I have not read of an example of like real success. If that's what this turns out to be. Mm-hmm. But it seems pretty uh, pretty cool. It's basically a plastic bag in which they kept premature lambs um, born at the equivalent of 23 weeks. So the gestation isn't the same, obviously. But um, they've kept them. We have one here today. <laughs> uh, they, They're they, a lot higher pitched than that. Yeah. Try again.
2: Oh, <laughs> perfect!
0: Perfect.
1: I really love sheep. They're oh. like my favorite animal. Well, even more than cats.
0: Fortunately, we now have a way to save them if they happen to be preterm. Okay. We put them in a, in, a, in a Ziploc bag or something like that, <laughs> similar to a, in a fluid sim, similar to amniotic fluid. They attach a little gas exchange machine to the umbilical cord, some nutrients. The preemie lambs were uh, able to develop normally while in the bag, and after 28 days they were released from their Ziploc bags, and <laughs> they were allowed a moment to feel the relief of having survived preterm birth, <laughs> oh experienced the wonders of modern science. And then researchers killed them, mm. so they could study their brain and organ development. Yeah. It's a part of science, an unfortunate part of science.
1: But later, and batch, batches—can you call them batches? Sure. But later batches, they heard that they actually got to grow up a little.
0: Yeah, the development. Uh,
1: I'm sorry, I just have a really soft spot for sheep and animals in general.
0: They were allowed to. They were. They were. I think I don't. They didn't say that they were killed after they were allowed to develop, but um, mm-hmm. they probably were because that's yeah. what they it try. Was. They try not but to report. Works things like that no it's not yeah doesn't doesn't make good newspaper reporting but
1: yeah (laughs) funnily enough this actually isn't a new idea i remember about in 2007 i read an article about they tried a similar idea using metal boxes and goat fetuses Uh they were able to get them up to um they were able to to keep a fetus alive for about two weeks Uh it didn't deliver all the way so this is definitely progress yeah i think
0: um, i think they were they were able to keep them alive for at least four weeks, oh, longer, yeah, Probably mm-hmm. they pr- could have gone longer. The, the idea isn't to bring them to full gestation. The idea is to sort of bridge that dangerous period. Sure. Yeah, bring them um, to a lower risk gestational reg- age. Sure. I yeah. think that's super cool. Maybe we'll, maybe maybe we're on our way to the Matrix. Um, yeah. <laughs> what does it yeah. have
1: to do with anything?
0: You know, well, you know, Neo was kept in his...
4: his yeah, in a metal chamber. His chamber. Metal, his well, yeah. chamber and but he's a
1: fully grown man. Nazi. Well, he,
4: yeah, but he had to get there. Right, it started out...
1: Holy crap!
4: Wait... <laughs> Oh mind blown.
1: No.
2: Here Irisa, here's the point where we tell you that we are actually all dream agents in the mind of some fetus in an artificial fetus a few years from now. Right. And then So we're gonna witness our own creation slash uncreation very shortly.
1: No, because if he how did he turn out so attractive if he never (laughs) I mean, if
2: he never had what? If
1: he never had exercise, like his muscles were never used. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, he electrical was stimulation. Well, they're, they're they're moving around Yeah, in there. They're he knew kung fu a little.
1: Yeah, seriously, but he knows like all this stuff, and he's like super fit and super toned. And he takes off his shirt, and I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah,
2: and he doesn't he doesn't look like a raisin. Yeah, you know, like when right. I mean, yeah. I get in a bathtub for like twenty minutes, and I'm like a prune, you know. And and here is Neo. You know what? Yeah. 32, 35 years in a, mm-hmm. in a in
1: a in a bath, bath- in a glorified bathtub. <laughs> right. I get
0: it. I get in a bathtub for a few minutes, and, and I'm, th- I'm like a forty-seven-year-old, you know, dumpy man. So that's,
2: that's no, that's, well, no Dave.
0: that's no clawfoot bathtub there. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's very it's Warm water. It's uh, it's, it's
0: it's fancy. It's some sort of goop. Mm. It's got some Hollywood. sort of special goop that keeps you hot even when you're a battery.
2: Ooh, yeah. that's the... the
0: The sex magic.
1: (laughs) Something's not. Something's just not connecting. Something's not making sense. Yeah. Well,
0: that's all right. That's all right. Don't don't blame the Wazowski
4: brothers for.
1: No, but that doesn't make sense at all. (laughs) Why is he so buff?
0: I think you're obsessing. Yeah.
2: I'm not obsessing. The body, the the brain makes it real. Right. That was their explanation. Right. That's why like oh, when you die in the matrix your body dies in the outside cuz your brilliant. brain makes it real. So oh, he was wow. so he was dreaming about being
0: So it's being hot and uh, that made it so. It's that that yeah that,
2: What is that that kind of isometric exercise? I think the the there was a The shake weight. Ooh, that's not isometric. That's just fun. <laughs> also the sex magic goo there too. Oh, <laughs> right. oh gosh. Yeah. Can
0: you imagine like like if I think it would have been great if uh you know while in the 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 matrix you know battery pod there they were all given shake
1: weights <laughs> <laughs> one shake weight on each limb so you have right. really toned thighs too how,
2: yeah
0: how well okay, we, so we were
2: terrible funny. humans are terrible batteries <laughs> human is a very stupid
0: battery well they had a lot of them to work with so mm-hmm. you know they wired them in series i guess uh, uh, Series?
2: yeah are you sure you sure you need all that voltage Parallel?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why not both? I look like an electric <laughs> I only know what I know about electronics. <laughs> I'm, electronic. pretty, sure. I would think I'm parallel. pretty sure I got it backwards, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it would be parallel.
4: Because if one went out, they'd all go out, and that would stink.
1: <laughs> like Christmas lights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to know that we have somebody working on the problem of uh...
2: we, but We've been thinking We've been thinking about this for quite a while Like this shows you like, Just like my smart ass remarks show you like My disdain for authority yeah. And my disdain for rules And things like this This is like their disdain for um, You know The hard kind and fast right. curriculum of med school <laughs> Like they, they're, they're Just aching to get the creative juices flowing Yeah You guys need to And bathe in them Ooh, which is why you're not why you're not pruny. Yeah, that's I was trying to bring it full circle. If you're, if you're, never mind. So, guys, when you have uh, questions about medicine (laughs) and health, (laughs) don't by any means go on on the internet because because you'll end up on this show. Yeah, and yeah, this will ensue. That's a
0: bad idea. When you have questions about medicine and health, where do you guys go? Quora.
1: My mom.
4: (laughs) Your mom. (laughs) Don't you go to Wikipedia or something? No,
1: actually, I think so far yeah. you can look actually, up all yeah. you up a up to date, a good, a up, up good, to date good Wikipedia. If it's
4: not up to date, I'll just do Wikipedia. It's yeah. not that bad. All right. It's a pretty Di- good place to start. Dynamed.
0: Why not yeah. go to why not go to Yahoo Answers? Woo! That is the best place in the world to get your it's medical expert, so. medical knowledge. It's where it's it's where neurons go to die. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> so let's <laughs> I thought we'd give you a little practice, as I like to do sometimes. It's been a long time since we did a good Yahoo Answers. Uh, so let's look around and see what people are wondering about on Yahoo Answers and see if we can help them Ooh. here on this show, because one day you'll be answering questions probably literally just like these. Oh, dear. Can't uh, wait. Let's, uh, let's hear that. Wh- let's listen to. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: that's, that's your ASMR moment that's of right. the day.
0: Let's listen to this question.
3: Found out today that my babysitter has diabetes. Should I be worried that my kids will pick up bad habits
1: Uh, from you? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I'm I'm not worried about bad habits. I'm actually worried about the viral spread of diabetes. Uh, Yeah, your children will catch diabetes. Yeah, you got to be careful. From from her, like, yeah, you got to be careful.
0: Bubbles. This so children in a bubble. I was very confused by this question. Because I wasn't aware that diabetes was a was a uh, problem of habit, at least not type one diabetes. Yeah, do
4: they mean that?
0: Diabetes. I like how. What I like best about this question is how is how the text to speech uh, thing that I ran it through totally gave it the Wilfred Grimley treatment, uh, Mm -hmm. which was awesome. Diabetes.
1: Diabetes. Diabetes got my foot.
0: Uh, Even though it was spelled correctly, but yeah, diabetes is not a problem of habits generally
2: um maybe you yeah. had i think poor type lifestyle two. that led to it maybe that's what they're referring to but i feel like if you have type 1 diabetes you're really careful right. about what you do eat so wouldn't you have good habits yeah yeah maybe she's
1: i think that maybe maybe she's thinking of type 2 um, th- diabetes she net. must be mm-hmm. we, i hope but, yeah. so i hope so because like to discriminate against someone just because i have type 1 diabetes is a little iffy
0: we don't know she didn't mention what kind of... She has no idea what kind of diabetes. Uh, I love saying that. Diabetes. Uh, her babysitter has,
2: but... Well, let's be honest. That's why you asked this question. Yeah. Mm. Diabetes. Diabetes.
0: Uh, all right. Well, that's one question down. <laughs> we I wouldn't worry, worry about babysitter. it. You know what? I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> the day is saved. I'm not worried about... If I have a babysitter even with type 2 diabetes, <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Her... Destroying my children with their with her bad habits. Yeah, nonsense. Your children will destroy themselves. That's right. There's going to be plenty of opportunities for your children to learn terrible habits and die because of it.
2: And mostly from you. Right, like Arisa me said, me person, yeah,
0: parent, from the actual parent. Yes,
1: that's the saddest thing I've heard all day.
0: All right, let's go on to our next. <laughs> it's also the truest. Where this is the first question from Yahoo Answers, uh, Arisa, So <laughs> Only down. Prepare yourself. From here, here we go. I care for a 94-year-old man. We do daily BP checks and it's always high in the AM, 140 over 65. This AM, it's low. I took it four times and it's 105 over 50. That's the question. Now, why are we posting this question to Yahoo Answers? (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you're you're a qualified caregiver. (laughs) <laughs> well, it they may not be
2: a qualified caregiver. They may, you know, just be helping out. It yeah. says we though, which made me picture like a team. Well, or they and the guy, you know. Yeah. Um, you but that's now? so 140 is not that high, but if all of a sudden it's at one oh five and you've been running at one forty.
1: That's concerning.
0: That's not so good. Yeah.
1: Wait, what is a question anyways?
0: That is the question. Is this normal? I guess is the. what's going they, on. People here. don't always on Yahoo answers. People yeah. don't always oh. <laughs> don't always finish their phrases and say you have to understand the implied mm-hmm. question. Yeah. I've yep. noticed this. People will post a question like I have pimples.
1: <laughs>
0: man sounds good yeah you gotta you gotta infer the question i still i'm gonna say that uh consult consult your doctor
2: yeah go yeah. go see a real doctor um mm. don't come to see me in two
0: weeks yeah, yeah. i mean i will be i mean this is doctor, a, this is but, a forum where people go to ask if it's okay to masturbate and you know like i mean this is not where you yes. go for yes it is okay to masturbate
2: yes you will not get hair on your palms well,
0: oh. <laughs> it won't start. Oh. It won't
2: start growing there. Oh, some may end up on your.
4: bones.
2: No, All right, jeez, Louise. Mm. I don't know why that pushed it over, guys. Sex, sexual health is important. It is, and we blow it off. And our curricula for like teenagers is getting worse nationally. We just
4: had a lecture on that yeah, like an did. hour ago.
0: See, Sext- and I wasn't even oh. there. Yeah. Yeah. That you had a lecture on sex edu- education? On mm-hmm. women's health, okay.
4: yeah, which it was encompassed the... sex education. But yeah, okay. My, one of the strangest
2: statistics was a map showing the states in which it was not required to have scientifically accurate information.
4: For your sex education program. Like, yeah, most states, I think.
2: It wasn't a requirement for it to be accurate.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't need science. We don't need information. No. We don't need Look, knowledge. Guys, there's holes in condoms.
2: AIDS can go right through. Yeah. HIV can go right through. I was I was dismayed. We were at a career fair when I was a paramedic. We were at a career fair and one of the um like it's called like Informed Choices. It's like a quote woman's Health Clinic and mm-hmm. they go around the state telling people how condoms don't work and um yeah. Good grief. Yeah, yeah. It w- and this was in an elementary school. Oh, nice. oh, man. I just wanted to like steal their poster and run.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't we have one downtown?
2: That is the one downtown. Near to
1: Emma Goldman. Yeah, so
2: these are th- these are funded by, you know, like billionaire right-to-lifers that um, think that, you know, condoms are out to end God or something. I don't understand it, but they demonstrably want to harm people is what it sounds like. Well,
1: everyone well, is entitled to... Oh, sorry.
4: Oh, I was just going to say... Their own alternative facts. Right.
1: Yeah, but... but
4: I wouldn't not- say that that's a fear of most sex ed programs, though, when we're saying that states are not having scientifically accurate information. Thankfully, I don't think that's the case in most situations. Right? What? That that people that, are... That, that that's the sort of... Those pro- are the things we're worried about teaching in ed- education producing, programs.
2: Producing curricula with... Completely misinformation statements like condoms don't work. Abstinence is the only thing. I guess yeah, abstinence,
0: yeah, Uh, which is defended.
2: If you let true in
0: a certain sense, but it's not
2: effective.
0: If you let into a curriculum non-inform information that is not truth, then you're not teaching people how to evaluate. I mean, that's one of the problems anyway. People are not taught how to evaluate information. but you know, if you're allowing information that is untrue to be promulgated in a curriculum, promulgated—I'm very proud of that word. Propagated, yeah. propagated, promulgated. Yeah, both. Yeah, okay, both, both work
1: really, dude.
0: Very proud of myself. Uh, if you're allowing that in a curriculum, you're—I mean, you're not giving people the knowledge that they need to function in society. I mean, that's a terrible right,
2: and it's oh, intentional no, it's misinformation. False. Yeah. So, so for I mean, example, this, just, this isn't just the, opinion the, that The nobody, holes in condoms thing is true. There are micro-sized. Pores in latex when you pour latex because it forms bubbles, tiny little bubbles in them. And the HIV uh, is small enough. HIV particle is small enough to fit through one, um, but it's missing the context. Okay. So when you pour a latex condom, it's a, it's not a single layer like, um, like surgical latex gloves were. It's a dual layer. So those pores almost never line up. And even if they did, and even if they did one viral particle through is not enough to give you HIV, right? Whereas somebody who says, you know, well, if condoms don't work, I might as well not use one.
0: And those viral that particles definitely
2: will spread HIV.
0: <laughs> and those viral particles are generally uh, suspended in semen, which will not go through the holes. So Right. That's also true. Yeah. The viscosity. Yeah.
2: So it's it's like it's intentionally misleading based on,
0: you know, information that is completely out of context. Half truths. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to this important question.
1: Can I get rabies from a little kid that wiped its saliva on a door handle and I immediately touched it. Why? I was on the train today and there was a little kid and he always had his fingers in his mouth and kept playing with the door. I then had to get out and had to touch his saliva. Am
4: I at risk? And so with a question way. was rabies? For rabies. Where is this person from? Did it say? I don't know. Not in the US. Some place to worry rabies. about. it.
2: Is this it. the same same train from earlier?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one that the one where everybody died after Arisa helped them. Yeah, well, they haven't they haven't
2: they all get rabies. Sorry. Is that
1: why? <laughs> yeah.
2: That, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's why. They get rabies probably from the amniotic fluid or something. I don't know. That, yeah. yeah. I I mean maybe I you mean, could get rabies, but why is this kid have rabies? <laughs> how, I, how do you know not this, have rabies? How all do you children know this have c- rabies.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: are, are you sure you didn't mean cooties? Because you that. definitely
0: can get the cooties that way. Yeah. Yeah. Cooties. There's definitely risk factors there.
1: Okay. Well, whatever. You can get any like rabies, cooties, whatever. We can all agree that that's pretty gross, though.
0: Diabetes. No. Like. Yeah. You yeah. Well, but you're get not
1: saliva get, on the door. Like, I guess. Touch. I guess
2: Ugh. for rabies, you would probably have. You to need get, a skin break. Yeah, and and there'd have to be a lot of virus there, and or you'd have to like lick the yeah, doorknob say, if, or what something. What if they open the doorknob with their lips? <laughs> they do. They may. They may very well open it with their tongue. Yeah, yeah this is a unique. This <laughs> set is a of this, Yeah, this
1: is a Yahoo Answers um, contributor. Huh. So, <laughs>
2: nothing right. can be ruled out. Nothing can be ruled out, guys.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not aware of transmission by uh, doorknob. I think that this is like. This is something people always think about, like, oh, I'm going to get pregnant yeah. from a seed or I'm going to get rabies from a doorknob or whatever. But.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I have never heard of a case of rabies that occur, that occurred through formite transmission. From
0: mm-hmm. for, for what?
1: In Sorry, am I pronouncing it wrong? I don't know. No. I don't know. Oh, yeah. in, sorry, um, inanimate object transmission.
0: What did you call it? I didn't quite hear formite. it. Formite. Mm-hmm. So you, I think oh. it's fomite. I think they're, oh, I don't know, F-O-M-I-T-E. Yeah, F-O-M-I-T-E. I've never heard that word. I've never heard that Sorry, word. I don't know. Yeah, I'm so excited like to learn a new word. Why I you're don't... not allowed to have ties now. Today I learned uh. the word fomite. Thank you. Arisa. Please don't quote me on that until
1: we confirm that I'm not saying the fact wrong thing. And I'm telling you all to say feces.
0: John is confirming yeah, that right now. Yeah, that's it. It's... Fomite? Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool.
1: You can get pinworms though.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
2: <laughs> you can get Excellent. pinworms through them, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah, r- rabies. I've, I've gotten rabies shots.
0: Yeah, so have I. Me too. Yeah, this is
2: awesome. You've never been bitten mm. by a dog or anything? This is the first time mm, no. the majority you, of people on this podcast yeah. have had rabies shots. Yeah. yeah. What? I, yeah. We, Probably. I, yeah. I, I don't remember uh, doing a survey. You haven't been seeing the exit poll results? No. <laughs> I mean, shh, Dave, yeah. I'm sorry,
0: Dave. I'll share them with you okay. next time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right, here's another one.
3: Why does in between my butt cheeks always sweat? <laughs> this is a serious question. How do I prevent it?
4: This, this is a serious, serious question. question. I Why? Tell the town, Stop laughing. Why, Why
0: do I have sweaty butt cheeks? So
2: um, they, the medical term for that is swamp ass. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, you're doomed.
1: <laughs> or you can go on Amazon and buy like the anti-swamp ass products or like the fresh butt or like the anti shafing stuff that also works.
2: That's a thing. Gold bond. Gold yeah. bond? we. we yeah. uh, if you're a teenage boy, um, which there's an appreciable chance of that, um, uh, somebody somebody has some medicated gold bond powder uh, at, at, in in your locker room. Just yeah. ask around. Um, I prefer almonds. It's referred to as bonding. <laughs> bonding?
3: Yeah.
0: What are you talking about? Uh, Do I want to look this Male up? bonding. I don't know. Oh, God. I... Um, I prefer almonds. If, uh, if the truth be told, not for swamp ass. I don't really. I don't think mm-hmm. I suffer from that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe at you. I do. We
1: are all looking at you.
0: I'm totally gonna. What is almonds? How do you spell yeah. it? A M E N D S. Oh, okay. It's it's almonds. sold as a foot powder, but it can be used mm. in any place it's on your <laughs> it's body. A diversity oh. powder. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's no reason be- to put it just in your shoes.
1: Speaking of multi-use powder, I think it smells yeah.
0: better than Gold Bond. To be honest with you, I think Gold Bond smells like. It's got that mentholated... You should not be uh, sniffing gold bond. I think think it smells like some sort of spice or something. It does. That's
2: part of the beauty of the gold bond. That's (laughs) what the bonding experience is about. (laughs) Okay. Just look it up. You need new friends. Do not Google this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you know what powder that I've actually never seen in the U.S. I think that we should have here? Has anyone ever used prickly heat rash powder? Nope. No. It's like it comes in a little metal tin with a snake with an arrow through its eye and a logo. an
4: arrow through its yeah. eye. Can you I use that? You I see that logo to... and you're like, "Yeah, I want to use this." I'm putting yeah. a snake. That looks
1: safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've used it since I was little. I'm I'm just wondering because never Where do you get never...
0: it? Can you can you buy it in CVS?
1: Uh
0: Or or like
1: I've never seen it in have never a sponsor. seen it in the US before. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you
0: have it imported? This is this No, whenever we'll
1: I go back to Thailand, I use it.
3: Okay. Uh, but
1: I've actually never seen it here. and I think that that's really something that we should bring over cuz that thing works miracles for everything. It's a dry shampoo. It's a um well, it's not. Sorry, I disclaimer, I am not endorsing any medical use of this non-medical product. You
0: just guys, said dry guys, shampoo. That's not guys, a medical situation. Guys,
2: it's it's uh it's um it, uh, Amazon. Amazon right here. How much? Uh snake brand prickly heat cooling yeah. powder, classic.
1: Lavender scent, please.
2: 300 grams of it, uh, uh, 10 bucks. 10
1: That's,
0: bucks? Uh, well, it is imported from Thailand. That's kind of cheap. Yeah.
4: You no. don't think
2: so?
1: Um,
0: They sell that no. shit in Thailand for like pennies on Ooh, the Ooh, there's like
2: a fancy one called Active that no. looks uh, like... It looks like uh, a bottle of Axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some kind of sport thing. Uh, no. Burt's Bees has its own version. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, Snake Brand. Look it's, for this. it's legit. There's an arrow through the eye. I mean, this she's she does not lie. Well, look, look. Why
1: would I be lying about something like this?
2: <laughs> well, you lied about the prom dress thing. Boom. And lied about-
1: <laughs> I didn't. Wait, what? I lie about? I sold my own prom dress out of fabric and sequins and no duct tape.
2: You sold your own prom dress. Sewed. So, oh, okay, I'm sorry. That's just totally on me.
1: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Look for the package with the... Wait, you're telling us you're selling prom dresses now? Geez, do you have a license for that? But the snake brand, guys, (gasps) it's the thing. Look for the
0: package with the uh,
2: disabled snake on it. (laughs) <laughs> and it, seriously, it's Amazon's choice and it's available through Amazon Prime.
1: Dude, are we allowed to do endorsements? What is
2: it? We're not doing endorsements. It's we're just, just like this cooling powder.
1: Yeah. It smells nice. You put it on your armpits, behind your neck. You can use it to stretch and prove your hairs is oily. You can put it in a shoe to deodorize. You can sprinkle it over your clothes, put some in your luggage.
2: Look, defending mm. us. for def- everything. Well, defending well, our recommendations. Works as a condiment. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Defending our, con- our, our recommendations in a court of law. Is gonna be easy because if they are like, I did the thing that they said on the short coat podcast, I'm pretty sure like a judge will just laugh at them.
1: Okay, just to say, I am not authorizing any unauthorized use of this product. Yes, please don't do any of this. In fact, don't even buy it. Don't please don't, don't your shoot. House. Please don't
2: shoot an arrow into your snake eye. It's terrible. <laughs> don't get it in the name of this product.
1: Yeah, don't um don't buy it and don't do anything. In fact, don't leave your house and yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just avoid the. Whole <laughs> don't,
1: don't. You can't get food poisoning if you don't eat.
0: Don't leave. Don't. Don't leave your bubble. Yeah. Okay. Aaron. And talk yeah. to a doctor. Irisa. Sorry. John. Adam. I regret to inform you that our show is over. Aww. But thank you so much for uh, taking the time to, to come and hang out with me today. It was a struggle getting uh, uh, people today for the show. I appreciate your sacrifice because you could have gone to the Global Health Trivia Night and gotten some Chipotle. Chipotle. Yep. See, so he knew exactly when I was going to go for It's always about the food here. Yeah. Um, you must not have heard about it except for Adam. Adam hates Chipotle. What? Uh, and thank you, uh, listeners, for yeah, we, uh, hanging out with us. We can't it. We can't endorse products, but we can crush them. Well, we can them. hate them. Yeah, yeah. We can crush on them in <laughs> any way that we want. Yes. If you like what you heard today, consider sharing us with your colleagues. If you have a suggestion for something we could talk about, send it to shortcodes at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347 short ct and like our Facebook page where things happen. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine, student government, and the Writing and Humanities Program are executive producer is jason lewis our opening music is by dr vox and our closing music is by argo fox talk to you (laughs) talk to you in one week